another program, another edition of Testify here on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. Yes, it's another week gone by again and uh, we are well into the month of September, the month of new creations, the month of spring here in the Southern Hemisphere. I think for most of us, spring has not sprung yet, but be that as it may, it's the hope that we have in our hearts for new beginnings, for transition and um, just for new things to bloom in our lives. So welcome to the program this evening. Tonight, it is another edition with Word Spread Foundation and Christoph van der Scape joins me um, to give an update on the various Word Spread Foundation initiatives and to tell us about what is new. We also have a guest and uh, Christo is going to do the interviewing this evening and introducing her and the background that she has in terms of the ministry that she does. So without any further ado, I'm going to say good evening to Christo. Hallo, Christo. Good evening to you. Hallo, Ingrid. Ja, jyna kan jy glo, dit is lentetijd. Maar soos jy sê, dit is maar nog kou, koud, ek dink, in meeste van die land en nie by ons. Um, so, ja, it's a blessing. It's at least a new season. So, let's be joyful in that. Um, so, uh, yes, I think what we, uh, what I'm going to start with tonight, uh, our listeners may remember over the last month or so, uh, we had mentioned that there would be some word spread warrior training taking place. And uh, this has now happened um, over the past weekend up in a, in a cold Johannesburg. Um, but as it stands, we have eight new male and six female uh, warriors. That's volunteers and coordinators available. And um, I must be honest, uh, the, uh, the impact uh, that I believe it's going to make in our ministry and also in the uh, different churches and uh, ministries they are involved with uh, is really going to show over time. So uh, first of all, uh, the training um, which took place actually not in Johannesburg but in Centurion um, started off by sensitizing our warriors to well, who WordSpread is, what we do. Uh, most of them had dealt with WordSpread before, so fortunately it wasn't very new to them. Um, but the, uh, the interesting thing is that even after most of them had previously attended Ignite training, um, by now presenting it to them uh, as not the trained, but the trainers, um, it different, definitely put a different slant on the, uh, the program for, for most of them, I think for all of them. Some of them are in the full-time ministry, and so um, we know that pastors and people that typically get on a stage and preach, um, they, well, 
participate or, or apply uh, what we like to call one-way traffic. So they speak to a listening audience, but they with an audience. And so part of the uh, WordSpread Warrior training consists of facilitator equipping. And uh, I'm really excited about the, the impact this has made um, just in the ministries of each of the, the men and women that attended. Uh, we would typically start with um, a session on what is facilitation, what makes a good facilitator, the characteristics, what are their responsibilities, um, you know, what, what do they do in terms of um, troubleshooting, um, in terms of communication, how do they communicate, uh, in terms of questions, and that's open-ended questions, closed questions. And then uh, uh, structuring a course. Now, in, in the case, or in this instance specifically, when they work with WordSpread, uh, we provide a structured course that they will be working from. And so those courses at the moment is both Ignite, the personal evangelism course, and then also the uh, What Next uh, discipleship course. And so um, I think... Each of the participants, um, as they now move into a new lane uh, in their ministries, um, have been geared, have been equipped now, not just for one-way traffic. So they, they understand that when you get on a stage and when you present to an audience, be, be it just an audience of people wanting to get into personal evangelism, one-to-one evangelization, um, or if it's training, equipping um, cell group leaders or discipling leaders, um, it's very different to just preaching a sermon. Um, and so I must say, I really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a lively group of people. Um, they were from all over the Gauteng area and um, they come from, from very different environments. Um, there was a couple that serve a very large church, and so for them, their ministry has often been what a, what a, a pastor's life looked like, and that is um, preaching, teaching to an extent, uh, being a, uh, a shepherd to a congregation, but teaching often not being in an interactive environment, and so they are really excited um, in terms of what it, it's going to bring to the congregation. Uh, some of the, the attendees um, are independent individuals. They did not attend as members of a specific church group, uh, but they are looking at starting their own ministries. One of them uh, is, a, is a man from KZN uh, that I've known for quite a while. He's probably one of the best known um, contacts down in, in the Durban or the Itaquini area. And um, this will, will help him expand the ministry that he has now kicked off in, um, in the next phase of his life. He's semi-retired now, but he strongly feels led by the Lord to equip congregations in both of these aspects that WordSpread bring to the table. Um, on the one end, obviously, church growth by personal evangelism, and then on the other side, uh, discipleship. And so I, at one stage, would love to get Sean to join us on this uh, uh, program and just give us a little bit of uh, feedback on the training, obviously, because um, I'm sure, I believe there are more, uh, even from our listeners, people out there that, that would be interested in, in becoming WordSpread Warriors, um, but also to get feedback of what the Lord is doing in the Durban area. Uh, the other man that attended is a, is a guy, um, he's still fairly young, and, um, and he also has over a long while had the, the feeling that there's a calling on his life from the Lord. His wife is actually an ordained minister, and, um, and he wants to get involved, but, but he's got an evangelical calling on his life, and so... Um, he, he wants to start 
expanding a network of communications. And, and similar to uh, Sean that I've just mentioned, uh, want to equip people in growing God's kingdom um, through what WordSpread can offer with our resources and our, and our training courses. So, uh, Ingrid, yeah, I think um, an exciting weekend. Uh, we also had the opportunity, and with this I'll finish off this section of my feedback. Um, we recently had a, a, a reprint of the discipleship course, the What Next course. Um, it's now in a new cover. Um, it's been retypeset, and it really, really is a nice-looking product. And again, the feedback from uh, the uh, trainees at the, uh, the WordSpread Warrior event was very positive. And so uh, I want to ask our listeners uh, to pray with us uh, that the Lord use this product and this course to, to really make a lot of change in churches. Um, we're also talking to some other ministries um, who are working not just in South Africa, but all over Africa. And looking at uh, partnering with them, um, where they are focused on uh, evangelization. Um, I'm not talking personal evangelism as such, uh, but evangelism through teams. Um, and where they are having results, they also need the resource that we have available in What Next. And so I'm looking forward in time to report to our listeners and to everyone who cares to listen that we are now not just working with What Next in South Africa, but also all through throughout Africa. So, um, yeah, another very exciting uh, two weeks uh, on our side. Uh, so I think from my side, uh, Ingrid, I'm going to hand back to you for a moment. Um, let's listen to some music before uh, we get our guest to join us on show. Thank you, Christopher, for that update. I'm just wondering, you said that this particular program was held uh, in the Gauteng area uh, last week. I just want to find out, any plans to have similar programs in other areas within South Africa? Definitely. Uh, I uh, spent some time two weeks ago in Cape Town, and uh, we are looking at hosting an event similar to that. Um, if possible, still by the end of this year. And then um, we are working, Ingrid, as you know, um, even locally in the George or in the Garden Route area, reaching out to some pastors. And uh, if I have it my way by at the latest early next year, we would like to see similar training happening in this area as well. So if our listeners um, are interested in something like this, Please reach out to us. We would love to uh, uh, to make contact with you and start sharing with you on the, uh, the the possibility and the whole concept. Thank you, Christo. Please remind our listeners about your contact details, how they can uh, get hold of you, should they be interested in this program or any of the other initiatives that WordSpread Foundation has to offer. Yes, our lead, uh, listeners can, I think, most easily get access to us uh, through our webpage, wordspread.co, uh, or they can also reach out to us uh, via our Facebook profile, WordSpread Foundation. And if they want to just call me old style, uh, they can call me on 64 uh, any any of those means should get them in contact with us. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it, listeners. We have access to such phenomenal resources these days. So many ways to get hold of uh, each other via telephone, via the online sites such as Facebook, Instagram, um, the websites. Uh, you pick and choose exactly which channel you would like to get to contact WordSpread on. So thank you, Christo, for that update on the uh, WordSpread Warriors and the training initiatives. And uh, I look forward to when that program gets hosted here in the Garden Route and uh, also in Cape Town. I know I've got quite a strong network in Cape Town that I can um, you know, direct towards this program as well. Looking forward to that. We're going to go to our first song this evening, uh, dear listeners, and that is God of Wonders by Third Day.
Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I am Ingrid Carly Moses, and with me in studio this evening is Christu van der Skeef from WordSpread Foundation. Christu's just given us an update about uh, the uh, WordSpread Warrior Training. And uh, as we've been alluding since the start of this program this evening, we have a guest waiting patiently uh, in the background there. And uh, I'm going to give the honors to Christo this evening to have the conversation with her. Christo has, uh, in the previous program, mentioned that he would like to get her onto the program because he, uh, there's some very interesting work that she's doing. So I'm going to hand over to Christo to do the honors. Thank you, Ingrid. Now, um, about 18 months ago, at the start of last year, uh, a friend of mine from Pretoria uh, was traveling from Cape Town back home to, to Gauteng. And um, he met a person on the airplane that he could not uh, quick enough get to me to say, you have to meet this person. Christo, you must meet Frau ontmoet. Um, En hy het te kere gegaan oor haar, um, oor net dit wat sy belevenis met haar was. En so, it, it, uh, it took a while to, uh, to get connected. Uh, but, um, yes, met with Mariana Carroll, um, who is involved with a ministry called Women at Work. And uh, I must tell our listeners that uh, in the past 20 months, or a little bit more even by now, um, it's really been amazing how the Lord 
has made the two of our ministries work together and word spread side and women at work and uh, Mariana, baie welkom by ons vanavond hier op die program. Um, ek is raarig opgewonde om so bykie met jou te kan gesels. Thank you so much Christian, thank you so much Ingrid. Um, hi everyone, my name is Mariana as you've heard. Um, it is such a great privilege and an honor to be with you today um, on this amazing program. Um, Ingrid and Christa, thank you again for inviting me and um, also just thank you for faithfully spreading the good news of the gospel everywhere and through every means possible. I believe um, now more than ever before that we have a window of opportunity to win hearts for Jesus, to share our faith stories, to really advance God's kingdom here on earth. So um, thank you for this opportunity and very quickly about myself. Um, so we, my husband, Tadlu, and I currently live in the UK. We are blessed to live in a small village called Bourne End. Um, it's approximately 40 minutes from Oxford, London, Reading, for those of you who knows um, the UK. Um, God very early, I think, in my life revealed to me that we would not have only one home or location. Um, so originally, I'm a farm girl from the Northwest West Province. Um, I studied at Dickies in Pretoria. I had a miracle movie type scene story of how I met my husband, Harley. Um, we got married and since then we've been blessed to live in multiple cities and locations, including Pretoria, Dublin, Johannesburg, Port Elizabeth, Cape Town, <laughs> and all before moving to the UK, um, just over about two and a, two and a half years ago. Um, I had a long career in the corporate world, um, as well as I'm a little bit of an academic at heart. Um, so I love teaching students and um, to, learn, to learn more. I think that's one of my life purposes, is to learn at least one thing every day. Um, but that also helped me to discover my true purpose in life. Um, so currently, I'm super blessed, as Krista mentioned, they run Women at Work Online Ministries, as we like to call it, WOW. Um, so Women at Work, if, if that makes sense. Um, and I will tell you all about the ministry in a little while. And then also I'm privileged to own a consulting business and it's called Mariana Carol Consulting. But again, we like to um, just call it MCC. And the vision of, and objective of MCC is really just to fund WOW, because we want to really expand our WOW family in all spheres of life and um, obviously as you would know <laughs> sometimes resources are needed so the consulting business is really there to just help the ministry grow and reach more women across the world wow okay that is a mouthful uh, mariana um i think when i speak to people like yourself who head up ministries and, and in your case you really are heading uh, a global or at least an international ministry uh, it started somewhere and um, <clears throat> we have been on a journey journey through women at work over the last while uh, in with your members or uh, people that participate in your ministry to teach them how to present their personal testimonies uh, so if i may put you on the spot can i ask you to share a little bit on your personal testimony your faith journey amazing. yeah amazing thank you christy i think it's easier to be on the other side where you ask people to to share their testimonies um but certainly so i think when i was about nine years old um i had um i was sitting in a in an easter service at church so i grew up in a christian family i grew up in church i think i went to church when i was only in my mom's womb um, every Sunday of my life. Um, but when I was nine years old, I sat in that service and I really felt God calling me um, to ministry. Um, at that point, the only thing that I could understand was to become a pastor of a church. Um, so I started to, when you, when you write your school essays, to write down that I'm going to be a pastor of a church one day. And then people started to question me and they're like, but Mariana, do you understand that you are female? that's the one thing and at that point it was not really i think a common thing for um women to be a pastor of a church um at about 12 years of age i think my life story changed slightly because i had all of these questions of really do you want to be a pastor i mean in between i wrote um 
like Christmas songs for our little connect group. And um, I wrote some devotionals and things, but um, at 12 years old, I developed this life plan. So it was clear to me that I need to become this successful businesswoman. So I had this plan. Um, so at this age, I need to earn this amount of money. I need to have this amount of money in my bank account. I need to drive this type of car. I need to um, live in this type of house. Um, and I need to be at this level in the organization. So I had my life planned out um, from about 22 years onwards. Um, and that was what I basically um, envisioned. And that was what I tr truly, I think, lived to, to accomplish. Um, I mean, I went to um, Bible school at church. Um, I mean, God was always very present in my life. Prayer was always a very, very, very important thing in my life. I mean, I would not even wake up and go to school without um, having my devotionals and prayer. And so often God would actually, um, in my devotional, give me the right words for an exam essay that I need to write or whatever it is. So God has been very, very, um, I think, important in my life, but also he has blessed me um, abundantly and beyond that I could ever dream or imagine. Um, but then after schools, I went to the university again, miracle story upon miracle story, how God provided. Um, after that, um, got, got into the corporate world and I was living this plan that I had, my life plan. <laughs> um, but I would get to the next level um, or I would get to the next city or to the next um, promotion or to the next amount in my bank account or to the next car. Um, and I always felt like, but God, something is still missing. So help me understand what is missing. And I couldn't understand that. Um, and I think God slowly but surely helped me to understand that our identity cannot be found in what the world definition of success means. Our identity cannot be found in what the world and the culture tells us um, what is good and acceptable. Because then you will always feel this void of being, I'm not good enough. And I've struggled, struggled with that for many, many years in terms of God, but I need to be like perfect. I need to be the best. I need to be good enough. I need to always perform. I need to um, be always there. I need to um, be recognized in worldly terms. Um, and I mean, sometimes it gets overwhelming um, until that day when I realized that, you know what, that your identity is not found in any of those things. Your identity is found in Jesus. And that's the only place where, where we get to realize who we are and what the purposes and plans um, are that he has in store for us and where our life path needs to go. Um, yeah, so God revealed his plan and purposes um, for, for me in my life. And I think I always go back to Isaiah and it's Isaiah 26 verses 8. And it says, yes, Lord. Walking in the way of your laws, we wait for you. Your name and renown are the desires of our hearts. And it was then when I really understood that serving God and glorifying him on earth is my true calling. Whether I am a director of a company or whether I'm very successful in a corporate environment, whether I have a PhD, because I also thought that would get me the tick mark that I needed, um, none of that actually matters. The only thing that matters is to glorify God in everything that we do and to be that light um, on the hill for that one person that may feel a little bit desperate um, in, a, in a dark season. So um, yeah, God planted and revealed to me through a number of years um, the plan and purposes he has. And that's also how the ministry um, was established through, again, many, many um, different turns here and there. Um, but again, God is good and he is faithful and he is always there to be with us. So, Krista, I think that's a little bit about two, over two minutes, but I'm going to leave it at, at that. And then we can talk about um, WOW and how the ministry was established. WOW, Mariana, yes. <laughs> Wonderful testimony. Um, uh, I think it's, it's for me amazing to see how far back God started um, walking the walk with you 
and and uh, just at what young age you you made a decision to follow the Lord, and um, you know the Lord allows us to to walk on roads that we pick for ourselves. Um, sometimes you know we need to get that exposure. Um, in uh, so I think in in your geval, for many of us listeners, is that also a example. Is that all he did the Lord then on a young ouderdom angenieem. Um, in the full view, you will more for the Lord do. That is also a chance to just hear your blootstelling and your loopbaan for the Lord, where you more to can recover. But be it as it may, um, I think I'm going to hand back to you, Ingrid, um, just to play us some music. Um, we're going to listen to "I Won't Move," uh, as uh, presented by Life Church Worship. And then, when we return from the music, we're going to carry on and we're going to work or talk at least about the work of women at work. Found me here again in the place we met. Where hopelessness meets grace Quiet all noise Every whispered lie Put to rest by perfect peace Even in my doubt I will not forget You are faithful still to I won't take a single step Till I hear your voice I surrender And when my eyes cannot see It's your voice that's leading me Out of darkness and into light It's your Welcome back, dear listeners. That was I Won't Move by Life Church Worship. You are listening or tuned in to Testify on Eden FM. I am Ingrid Carly Moses. And with me in studio this evening is Christopher Underscape. And we have a guest, Marianne Carroll, all the way from the UK. And Christo is having a chat with her. So, Christo, I will hand over to you to continue this very interesting discussion you are having with Marianne. Yes, Ingrid, thank you so much. Uh, and um, let's introduce or welcome back Mariana. Thank you uh, for being with us this evening. Mariana Carroll, all the way from the UK, uh, joining us this evening to talk a little about the work of women at work. And uh, for our listeners who had followed um, just before the music, uh, you would have heard the amazing work that, uh, well, it's probably both ways that God has done in Mariana's life, definitely, but that Mariana has already started uh, to do throughout her life uh, in the kingdom of the Lord. So, Mariana, if I if I can put a, a question towards you, how did the ministry Women at Work start? Thank you, Christian, and thank you for each and every one of you that is listening to this program. Um, it's quite an interesting story. Um, maybe not um, as a, a 
a usual top top scene that you would imagine. But um, while I was in the corporate world, so I used to work for Deloitte and um, I ran with the cloud computing center of excellence and I had amazing, amazing opportunities to either work in auditing or risk or governance or even went over to the um, consulting business in terms of producing research in Africa for emerging technologies. But all the while, I still had that void and I was still asking God, so God, what did what is the bigger purpose of my life? It can't just be to be a director in, in, a, in a big corporate organization. Um, and during that time, he really developed something in my heart around womanhood and what it really means to go back to how God created us as women um, and what is some of the char characteristics that he has instilled within our lives and into our hearts? And how can we use that um, to further his kingdom here on earth? Um, and Chris, I think as you alluded to um, before, um, I started to realize that yes, God takes us on specific journeys and he takes us through specific seasons and he places us at specific places. Um, and it might be a corporate world work environment or it may be in your house as a mom um, serving her kids it may be someone at church serving others it may be someone in an old age home serving the elderly um, it doesn't matter what that um, vocation means or look like um, we can still have an impact for the kingdom but my burden in my heart was that how do we juggle all the balls as women because um, I mean I need to be a good wife to my husband. I need to be a good daughter to my parents. I need to be a good sister to my siblings. I need to be successful in my corporate environment at that point. Um, how do I have enough time? How do I have enough minutes in a day to actually juggle all these balls and to not let one of those balls actually fall, especially the glass balls? Um, the others can hop and bounce back, but the glass balls I can't, I can't let go of. Um, and it was during that time that I started to ask God, but if I can't attend a Wednesday morning um, women's Bible study at church, how can I connect with other women to learn from them? And without even knowing that Titus 2 tells us and the strategy that God actually gives us in his word is women needs to learn from one another and all the women or more mature women needs to teach others how to live. Um, without even knowing that and understanding that at this, that point, I was like, God, how do we do this? And he, I mean, the, the thing in my heart was um, that, okay, so what do you have in your hands right now? So I understood technology and I understood I need to connect in a different way um, with other women to learn from their own experiences, but together study the Bible and go back to God's word as the only truth and foundation of what women would really means. So with all of that being said, and me being um, in the corporate world and being helping others to actually clarify strategies, I developed that amazing strategy plan of, okay, I need to speak to all of these telcos to help me develop a platform. I need to speak with all of these different women to help me start planning this amazing platform that we're going to develop. We need to start create content about womanhood and all of these things. So I had this amazing, amazing plan. We had many, many meetings and I'm going to keep this very short. Um, but it seemed like everyone gets so excited and then the doors kept on closing on me. So whenever we needed to actually roll out something, it was like, sorry, we can't, or sorry, no, this is too much, or sorry, it's too big, or whatever it is, we don't understand what you're talking about. Um, so at the end, I was almost like at a place where I said to God, like, I don't know, I don't understand this. I thought this is what you birthed into my heart, but it doesn't, it doesn't happen. So I literally throw away the strategy plan. I literally throw it in, into the dustbin. It was printed at that point. Um, and then subsequently, many things happened, but I moved to Cape Town. Um, my husband and I commuted. Um, so we worked in Johannesburg, but we lived in Cape Town. Um, so you can imagine a lot of commuting in between. And I also needed to chat to my clients, but I also wanted to, to speak to Harlu. I mean, we started to use Zoom as a platform to communicate and to see each other and to pray together. I also use Zoom to connect with my parents and with 
family. I also use Zoom to start connecting with my clients that I couldn't see that was in Johannesburg. So the platform was there. And then my cousin phoned me. Um, it was the end of 2014. And she asked me whether I could take some photos for um, her daughter's matric farewell. And um, I was like, okay, um, I don't really take photos any longer, but tell me what you are doing. And she was involved with a ministry called Revive Our Hearts. Um, and she introduced me to a book. I was in Hateng the next um, week. So she gave me a book called True Women 101. And it really goes back to Genesis 1, where God created um, men and where he, where he created women and some of his characteristics and the DNA that he has instilled in us. Yes, we are created differently and uniquely, um, but together we are there to display the beauty of the gospel. And I think when that opened up, it was almost like God just put into my heart, okay, so you have the platform, you can use Zoom to connect to anyone from anywhere. You have the content that you were hoping you would have. You already have the Bible study. So what is stopping you? So the next Monday, I basically sent out 10 books or I bought 10 of those books, Bible study books, and I sent it to 10 of my friends across South Africa. And I said to them, the only thing that you have to do is to hop online um, every Tuesday morning, 7.30. So it's before work. So we can still get on with our work at 8.30. Um, hop online with me. We'll do the study together during the week. Go through the book because it's broken down into days. Go through the book, do the Bible study, and then we will come online together once a week and we will discuss what we've learned. And I've seen many, many, many lives being transferred, like just transformed um, through the study where women actually started to realize um, if they step into their place and if they understand how God created men, how the striving and all these things that we don't understand and that we dealt with in our marriages and in our lives and even in our, in our workplaces, how all of that can be resolved if we truly found our identity in, in God. So that was the first group. Um, at that point, I thought what God has put into my vision was like, if there's one group and one of the people in my 10 group people, like um, would start another group, then we can have two groups. And from there we can have three groups and so forth. Um, but again, God had different plans for us. So we went from the one group to six groups to 12 groups and it's five years later and we've had many many groups over um the last few years where we um really focus on womanhood um seeking god looking at his strategy for how we can teach one another um his grace his his glory um so it's amazing to see how these groups really become family. And that's why we also like to call it our wow family, because they truly become family from all across the world. And the beauty of all of this is because we are not constrained to a location, you can literally attend these groups in the convenience of your home, your car, your office, wherever you are. As long as you have internet, it doesn't matter. So um, I think Krista also alluded to the fact that um, international. So we have amazing, amazing testimonies of people from across the world, um, whether it's Africa, well, South Africa, Africa, Zambia, um, Madagascar, Kenya, um, or whether it is Europe, like Switzerland, um, Germany, <laughs> the UK, obviously, um, or whether it is the US, we have many, many women dialing in from the, from the US and we've been blessed with people from Mexico. So that's the beauty of technology. So about five years ago, we also started to pray for technology. And if I can give you a challenge, please pray with us for data to be cheaper, for the internet to be more stable and for God to use technology to advance his kingdom. So apart from the online groups, Chris, just quickly, we've moved into having webinars, into mini series and Chris has been part of one of our series where he, he mentioned that we taught women well we taught our 
Wow family, how to present their testimonies in two minutes. And we hope to have more of, of those type of things going forward, Kristen, and also maybe your discipleship course. Um, and um, yeah, subsequently, we also started a prayer meeting, which I'll tell you about. And then we also started some doing life together sessions where we truly just come together and learn from one another. Because I truly believe that God created us as relational beings to do life together um, and support each other. I'm going to stop there because I'm talking too much, Christy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm listening and, and I'm amazed um, to see how the Lord has done a lot of things uh, in a short space of time. You know, we, we look back, you mentioned some dates, 2014, and, and uh, <clears throat> I think over the last while, some other dates that you put in there. Uh, but if you if you if you look at a ministry that has has grown in let's say six or seven years uh, from South African based to I remember in the last few weeks uh, when we presented the uh, the three session series on on testimonies, uh, ladies literally from all over uh, joining in um, Spain. I think Switzerland, as you mentioned, there's a, a lady that I know that was in from the U.S., from Canada. Um, so it really is the world over. Um, my, my next question would have been, where is it based? I think our listeners can pick up. It is, it is uh, internet-based, um, but, but obviously wherever they would like to, to get involved in. Um, I think you've given us a good idea of the aim. Um, a question to ask is who may get involved? Um, I would imagine anyone that goes by the uh, gender of women is obviously welcome. Uh, but is there a specific professional or other requirements? So Chris, I think also one of the things that um, got very early on, um, I think put into my heart was that we think about work as being in the in a corporate space. Like I need to be employed by a employer or I need to have a business. Um, but you know, work I think is defined as anything that we put our hands to. And God so so often in his, in, in, in his word actually promised us that he will bless the work of our hands. So Women at Work is really open, I think, to each and every person that really seeks after God's heart. Um, one of the things that um, we really stand for is for God to be first in our lives, to seek him above everything, for us to be led by Jesus. Um, if we can just take his hand and just walk the path that he has set before us, I think that is our main purpose in life. And then also to be inspired by the Holy Spirit. So to live intentional, disciplined lives in terms of fulfilling our purpose and our calling that God has given us. Um, but then also to, to go back to what God's word says about us. Um, not what the culture or what anyone defines us to be, um, but to go back um, so yes, it's focused around womanhood and it's focused around women. Um, but again, I think the, the amazing thing that God allowed um, to happen through all of this was to bring women from all across the world, as you mentioned, but also from different denominations, different ages. I mean, uh, we have literally people, I think our, if, if I look at our family, our um maybe our youngest member is eight years of age and our oldest person would be 68 years of age, which is amazing because imagine all the life experiences and all the faith stories and you know, all the practical examples of living a Christian life um, is put into this entire pot um, of just going back to God's word as our guide and the foundation of our lives but then with the aim to glorify him in all that we do. Um, and I think that's the, the, the bigger aim and purpose. But yeah, so as I said, so predominantly our online groups are for women. And um, that's the smaller groups. That's where you become part of the family. Um, and usually those groups don't want to stop. They want to continue with new Bible studies afterwards. Um, our series, most of them are for women 
but now during COVID as well, we have opened up some of the series for men and kids to also be included. Um, and then we also have our kids wraps. Um, so that is my godchild, John Michael, who actually, actually, he, he was looking at me doing one of our wraps. So we have weekly wraps. We call it wraps. It's not a, a wrap wrap. It's like weekly read, act, pray. So that's what, what wrap means. Um, but we do these devotionals every week. And he was looking at me doing one of those and he wanted to imitate me so he, we started with the wow kids rap so he basically he's 89 years old eight years old and he tells his friends something about god every month which is just so sweet so we also have kids um involved in the ministry um so it's really it's open for anyone that wants to experience God, to get new perspective, to really understand what the word of God says, to go back to biblical truths um, and to meet God, I think, in a new and profound way, because that's really what it's all about. I think when, especially when COVID also started, um, we also, we always struggled to get people online. It was always one of those things, but if I can meet someone in person, why would I want to meet online? And it's going to be, called and it's not going to be as personal and how am I going to connect but God has showed us that he can use the internet he can use zoom and he can use meetings online meetings to connect his people because if he connects us um, I think there's a much greater purpose than us meeting physically um, on this on you know in this world um, so yeah, if you need some, anyone needs some support, needs a family to tap into, someone to help them navigate through the struggles of life, um, I think that's that's the aim. We want to connect people and we want to do life together. We want to learn from one another, but ultimately we want to go back to God's word as the truth and the foundation of our lives. And through all of that, we want to shine our lights so brightly that he, his kingdom will be advanced here on earth. Again, Mariana, that is, uh, it's a lot said and a lot to be excited about. Um, I think, uh, Ingrid, I'm looking in your direction now. Um, the recording of these uh, shows are typically available on the Testify um, <clears throat> website and social media. It's available on WordSpreads social media, and uh, I want to challenge our listeners, especially the ladies who are interested in women at work and what Mariana had shared with us over the last uh, half an hour or so, um, go back and listen to this again as soon as it's loaded onto the, uh, the platforms. Um, there's a lot that you can learn from it. I think there's a lot that you may be interested in getting to know more about Mariana um, can I ask you to, to just share with our listeners, how do they get involved with Women at Work Online and the ministry itself? Thank you, Chris and Ingrid, thank you for this opportunity. Um, yes, so I mean, you can get involved by going to our website. It's womenatwork.online um, and go and see what is some of the new series or maybe online groups or maybe a new doing life together we also have our prayer meetings which i'll quickly talk about in in a second if that's okay kristen ingrid um but you can go to our website so women at work dot online you can also go to our facebook page again just search women at work online and you will find our facebook page um, please go and like that and you'll be you'll be getting some of the information around invitations to join a new series or to join a new online group that's being started or to join a new webinar or a worship um, session, for instance. We also do those. Um, you can also go to Instagram and you can find us there or you can just email us at info at wow. So it's www-womenatwork.com. So um, again, info at wow-womenatwork.com. Um, and we would love to hear from you. So please um, send us your email or go to our website, go to our Facebook or Instagram pages and see how you can get involved. Um, we would absolutely 
it would be a privilege to welcome you into our WOW family and for you to get um, acquainted with some of the other amazing ladies across the world um, that is part of the ministry. Very quickly, another way to get involved. So when COVID hit in March, um, I think in the UK, we were a little bit um, ahead of South Africa. Um, I realized for the first time when we went to one of our big shops in a nearby town that um, there was a shelf without any toilet paper. So imagine a big, big macro top shelf with just empty boxes. Um, so I, I asked God, so God, what is this? Because I don't really watch news and I'm not yeah, too much on social media. So I don't understand the implications of COVID. But he imprinted three things in my heart. And the one was that we should not react, we should respond. And our response should be that of worship. The second thing is that um, we need to go back to his word because his word is the only truth. We should not listen to all of these things that's going on in the news and around us. And the third thing is we should pray like never before because if we have an opportunity, a window of opportunity to win more hearts for Jesus, it is a time like this. And he has called us, I think, to step up and step into our purpose and calling. So we also have um, daily prayer meetings. It's only 15 minutes um, in the middle of your day. So when you take your lunch break, so one o'clock South African time for 15 minutes, please come and join us online as we pray together. And we call it Stand United in Prayer. And I really want to invite each and every one of you to come and pray together with us. Um, for God to do a mighty work of revival um, during this specific time, but then also to use those sessions to help him fill you with hope and joy and peace that truly transcends all understanding. Thanks, Christy. I hope that answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no one on the, on the listeners, at least, that can say they don't have an excellent idea. Good. Mariana, thank you so much for the detail that you've given our listeners. And um, I really hope we get an opportunity in future to catch up again on, on the work you're doing. And um, I really want to challenge our listeners to um, get involved in Women at Work as well, especially if you are a career woman and have a need for uh, a ministry like this to support you in your serving the Lord and uh, also to empower you to uh, take your testimony to the world. Now, I had some uh, other topics that I had on the schedule to you know, discuss this evening. And obviously with uh, Mariana sharing in detail, I think what I will do is uh, my update on the Uganda Go Trip, which is scheduled for January next year, I will share on at our next uh, meeting, Ingrid, in two weeks' time. And uh, we also have a, a book of the month again, uh, a book called Biblical Christianity in African Perspective by Wilbur O'Donovan. And again, uh, at our next um, um, show, we will uh, do the interview. Uh, it's Legacy Month and so Heritage Month. And so we'll, we'll share on that book specifically. Mariana, I'm going to ask that you finish off our show with a prayer, and then um, after that, we will play out with a song of your choice. Um, so if I can hand it over to you for the prayer. Thank you, Mariana. Thank you so much, Krista. And again, Krista and Ingrid, thank you for this amazing opportunity to... Um, to share a little bit with your listeners as well. Um, it's really been such a privilege and an honor for me to be part of this program tonight. So thank you so, so much for that. So I would like to just um, pray a blessing over each and every one of you. And I think everyone that's part of the Wild family would know that um, this is something that's really dear and close to our hearts. Prayer is truly the foundation. So um, yeah, I just want to pray this blessing over you. And it's from Numbers 6 verses 24 to 26. And it says, May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much to my guests this evening. 
I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and that was Christo van der Skeef and Mariana Carroll. We thank you, listeners, for tuning in. God bless. Oh!